This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys are having a lovely Tuesday, you know. This is whole day. I forgot which day is the day that uh, side pieces get their Valentine's Day gift. Or is this baby mama day where you get your baby mama a Valentine's Day gift? Which day is this? I know it's the day after Valentine's Day. And I know the day before Valentine's Day is side piece day. So, um, I guess today would be a afterthought day. Like, you know, you're not relevant, but you know, you just an afterthought day. So, shout out to all my afterthoughts out there who got their gift today. <laughs> I know Julia Fox wish she wasn't an afterthought. <laughs> Let's be honest. Since we're gonna start this podcast off like this, girl, you it's like she's like, Well, I'm not 12, I knew I wasn't dead. Yeah, but you thought you were gonna get treated better. See, here's the thing about other women of other ethnic backgrounds because y'all get mad at black women for thinking that we deserve better when we do deserve better, but because you're so privileged, you still can't see that because you are an afterthought and you are just a a ploy in somebody getting their wife back what part of yesterday did you not understand he was not fucking with you like that i knew he was using you and i knew he was using the kim kardashian lookalike just to piss off kim kardashian When were you going to realize that? Nobody take you serious, girl, okay? No man take you serious. Not even your husband takes you serious. You had a baby with him and he threw your ass away, bitch. You're a side hoe. And people are like, oh, he's wrong value treater. She knew what she signed up for. And Iggy, not Iggy, Isaiah Banks is telling y'all the truth, okay? What y'all not understanding in the dark truth behind the modeling industry is a lot of them bitches start off as prostitutes and escorts. Okay? They be acting like they're holier than thou once they get to where they are, but the truth is they're really prostitutes and escorts. Because somebody please tell me, explain to me, who the hell that Naomi Campbell had a baby by? From my understanding, she used a surrogate, right? So they still use her egg. Whose sperm is that? Whose sperm you use, Naomi? But yeah, that's the dark side of being a model in the entertainment industry is that a lot of those, a lot of them, a lot of them, not all of them, some of those models start off as prostitutes and escorts who just so happen to have the look. So I don't know why you think you should be treated better when you're just, you're just a prostitute. You're just an escort. You're just something fun to play with, with a billionaire. Kanye, y'all forget, y'all keep forgetting this, Kanye West is a billionaire. 
And he did exactly what billionaires do with models. Give them bread, give them head and leave. So I don't know why she's so upset about that shit. Why are you upset? Did he treat you the what? Treat you exactly how you've been treated your whole fucking life. Which I, I ain't not gonna sit up here and pretend like she don't deserve better, but she has to know she's better. She has to know that she deserves better. Okay. You should know that rappers always use models. I mean, you were just a semi-muse. Kim really is his muse, all right? But you were just a semi-muse. He's a freaking billionaire. He can have whatever bitch he wants. It's time for us women to value ourselves and understand that it doesn't matter if that nigga's a billionaire. You still treat him like everybody else. And if y'all just fucking, y'all just fucking. Oh, she thought she was going to get it. Oh, honey, she came out and she over here doing interviews and talking about how freaky she is in the bedroom and, and orgies and stuff. She really thought she was going to take Kim place. You will never take Kim Kardashian place, girl. All right. This man is strong. B2K. Uh, <laughs> T-Paid. Okay. But it just seemed like, I at this point, it started to feel like the Kardashians are just doing publicity stunts. I feel like Lamar talking about he's so in love with Chloe is a publicity stunt. Like, nigga, why were you at the bunny ranch if you really love this bitch? I don't really believe you really loved her. You just missed the lifestyle that she came with. She made you relevant, motherfucker. You were one of the Lakers who was irrelevant, okay? You were one of the Lakers who was playing. You were basically a shadow after Kobe, all right? Nobody know any other Laker when you were playing because nobody knew who you were. All we knew was Kobe and them uh, niggas. <laughs> her why were you at the bunny ranch snorting cocaine you trifling ass nigga another person that's an afterthought is tristan thompson's uh umpteenth baby mama girl he told you that he was not gonna raise that child he don't want nothing to do with you and that child now it's fucked up for the child but as for you he told you that he said that he said i don't want nothing to do with that child he said he was not going to help you. He said he was not going to do anything for you, okay? And that baby. Now, he's a fucking douchebag. He's a fucking douchebag, and he's wrong, but he told you that. It wasn't like he didn't tell you that. I'm going to need us women to listen, okay? And most of the time, I side with women. I do. But y'all don't listen. These trifling hoe-ass niggas be telling y'all what they about and y'all don't listen. They genuinely tell you what they're about. 
And y'all don't listen. Y'all gonna get enough of being hard-headed. No, a hard head makes for a soft behind. He told you that, girl. He said he didn't want nothing to do with you and that child. He said that, and now you trying to make him look bad. He know he an asshole. He know nobody likes him. He told you that. You dizzy bitch. But once again, we're dealing with a non-black woman who assume that you're supposed to be getting this privilege, which Chloe thought that too, okay? That's why he cheats on her every Thursday, all right? She thinks because she's not a black woman, she should be treated better, but he treats her like shit. He treats you like shit because he's a fucking douchebag, obviously. But you think because you don't have 4C hair, a wide nose, and dark skin that he's supposed to treat you better. No, bitch, hoes come in all colors. You're trifling ass baby mama, and he told you that he didn't want nothing to do with that child. He told you that. He said, get an abortion. I don't want nothing to do with that child. Here's the money. Shut the fuck up, hoe, and run. He told you what you were to him. Why not you listening? Oh, you thought because you were a personal trainer, you were better than all these other hoes. Get in line with Julia Fox, honey. Y'all just hoes, okay? Y'all just hoes and just something to do because they're bored, because they're tired of counting their money. And I can't feel sorry for these women. You're sleeping with somebody... Which I don't understand. You're sleeping with somebody who is already with somebody who is already accounted for. Okay? So what make you think he was going to treat you better than he treat Chloe? He treat Chloe like shit. And Chloe got way more money than you. And Chloe has a name by herself. So what made you think he was going to treat you better than Chloe? Y'all sit up here and be side pieces and y'all assume that these men are going to leave their main bitch. Or let's just say they cash cow. Because Chloe, you're his cash cow. He don't love you, girl. He don't love you. You're a cash cow. Okay? Stop getting a bunch of plastic surgery. Okay? He does not love you. He will never love you. Okay, baby? He will never love you. And fixing your face and your ass is not going to make any man love you. Stop. Find somebody that loves you. I mean, I don't know. Try something cr with cream in it, okay? Have some cream. Some ice cream. Mayo. Try somebody that looks like you. This dude's trifling. And you don't want it. I mean, what's going to end up happening is you're going to find Tristan in the same predicament you found Lamar's stupid ass, which is some whorehouse Strung out on drugs. That's why he had, he's making it seem like he's not going to head down that road. But he is because karma's a bitch and he's going to get it really bad.
Because you don't treat people like shit like that. You don't treat people like shit like that and pretend like you never had sex with them. You don't treat people like shit like that and they have your baby. You don't do that. But he told her he didn't want nothing to do with that child. But Tristan's going to get it really bad. He's going to get it bad, honey. He's going to be like Lamar uh, shitting on himself in the Big Brother house, girl. Okay? We got to do better. But now that this all is happening, now I figured out that the Kardashians are doing a reality show. And one of the places they are streaming on is Disney Plus, which right now me and Disney Plus are beefing. Yeah, it has moved to Disney Plus now. <laughs> I need to shut up before they sue my ass like Scarlett Johansson. They were not playing with Scarlett Johansson. She tried them. They're like, okay, we got you. You're not going to be in any more Avenger movies like ever in your life, you fucking privileged bitch. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny. It's so messed up, but it's funny. But yeah, girl. They're doing a reality show, so all this drama could possibly be fake. Y'all know that. Okay? A lot of this drama could possibly be fake. Chloe might be okay with Tristan having a few hoes on the side, as long as she is seen as the queen. And, um... You know, because these days, that's how we roll, right? I mean, basically, everybody who's a millennial is a polygamist at this point. So maybe y'all need to rethink those laws about polygamy, just as long as kids are not involved. Some people, they need a bunch of adults together. I mean, I wouldn't mind two grown men. I mean, one for financial reason and one for the adult, other adult reason. I have uh, people, family, listen to my podcast. I ain't going to tell you the other reason the other one will be used for. But just know that one is the financing, okay? He finances me. He finances the business. He takes care of me. And then the other dude would be for grown folks reasons. (sighs) Yeah. But, um, yes. I forgot what I was looking for. But, yes, um, it's nice to know that all this is a ploy for our new reality show. At any time when there's a bunch of drama surrounding him and all Kim going to do is be on TV crying, he won't let me, let me. I ain't control Z. He has control over me. I can't do nothing. And then Chloe crying, talking about, I'm so tired of him cheating on me. And then Kylie crying about uh, uh, Astro World. For some reason, she feels the need to make you feel bad for her. Even though she wasn't a victim at Astro World, trust me, they're narcissists like this. That that's what all this is about. All this publicity is for a reality show. 
But that's not what we're going to be talking about today. I can't stand that I talk about this, but I just find this to be very intriguing. Um, but that what has been like getting to me, y'all, I just can't, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Today, I don't know. What what's the video where the girl said, I really want to do the work today. I really don't want to do the work today. I really want to do don't want to do the work today. I feel like that right now. I'm trying to strengthen it out because I know Black History Month is this month. It's the shortest month in a year. So I shouldn't have a problem telling you guys about a few people in black history who made something out of nothing. But the lady I'm talking about today, she's extraordinary. All right. I don't feel like talking about that. But I have to talk about her because you got to balance the trash with the good stories okay so i started off on this podcast talking to you about trash and what's going on but y'all really know i'm like a conspiracy theory geek i love science fiction movies i watch independence day i never watched the movie fully i've always saw the part y'all know i'm a stickler for watching the world go to shit i love seeing them destroy the world and Roland Emmerich is the king of tearing the world apart. Okay. I was watching Independence Day. Now I want to rewatch it. I never wanted the movie to stop. So I kept stopping it so it would last longer. And it ended. Y'all know the ending is always lame to me. And there's another world ending movie. I don't know where it's at. I think it's, I don't know if it's on Disney Plus. It has Halle Berry in it. I think it's in a movie theater, but I have to wait for a minute for it to come on TV and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, so that's how I've been scratching my conspiracy theories. There is itch. Um, I was going to, I, well, I am working on and producing something that might, I might bring out to you. Maybe I'm not going to put it out there. I'm just going to let it drop like Beyonce album though. But that's the hardest part about when you do um, black history. There are conspiracy theories surrounding people, but with black people, but y'all, y'all ain't ready for that. I just wanted to honor certain people for what they accomplished and what they have done. So that's what I kind of wanted to do. Um, Today, we're talking about Barbara Smith Comrade. She's not only an opera singer, she's an activist, so we'll be we be um, talking about that. But before we talk about Barbara Smith Conrad, 
I want to say this. Um, this Black History Month, I kept it PC. Okay. I didn't make it very racist. Um, I didn't make it about anything, you know. But next Black History Month, okay, we're not going to be so PC no more. Let me tell you why. And from my understanding, you know, um, the reason why I kept it PC this Black History Month is because of the whole Joe Rogan thing. And I'm going to be honest with y'all, the whole Joe Rogan thing has affected me. Um, A lot of y'all have not been listening to my podcast. A lot of y'all have not been supporting me because y'all are going against Spotify, which majority of the people who listen to my podcast don't, or don't listen to my podcast on Spotify, even though I'm sponsored by that as such so i kept it pc but next year i'm going to really go into we're going to go deep into darkness we're going to get really dark next black history month because i want to talk to y'all about the history y'all know about tulsa oklahoma Y'all even know about Rosewood, but we're going to be talking about all these massacres that have happened. And trust me, I have digged up three years of information about stuff like this. Um, It has all started. I looked at the dates and the time period. This all has happened ever since the Emancipation Proclamation of Black people. So... I know you guys are like, aren't you the conspiracy theorists? And don't you really go deep and you don't, don't, don't into things, you know, that people don't want to talk about? Yes, I do. But the Joe Rogan thing kind of threw a monkey wrench because I was really going to go deep with Fannie Lou Hamer. And I am. I got some information on Fannie Lou Hamer. Especially the part about her being sterilized against her real. Okay. So we will be going deep and understand that at the Black History Month, I will be doing some topics that are going to be dark. They're not as polarizing as Black History, but they will be dark and full of terrors. So um, just understand that I had to tread softly um, even though Joe Rogan is in trouble, just understand that they might not get rid of him, but they would get rid of a smaller podcaster or ban a smaller podcaster for doing something just because they're smaller and just because they want to make it seem like, see, we get people who are racist. See, we get people who do this, who do that. So I just want to tread softly, but understand that all these people I'm talking about, they're not just a, a, a footnote in a notebook. I just want to talk about their accomplishments and what they accomplished and what they mean to the black community, like Sister Rosetta Thorpe, which I don't think I gave her any justice. It's just the church part got to me. And this is not an attack on Kaji Church. This is just talking about church, period. Um, And I just, I don't know, for some reason, I just thought of Aretha Franklin. It seemed like all the greatest singers are Aries. 
Okay, I, I mean, the more I look at it, the more I see that the greatest singers are Aries. Okay, Billie Holiday, Aretha Franklin, Shaka Khan, Diana Ross, Sister Rosetta Thorpe, Tharp, Tharp. I was noticing that too. But um, next year, we're going to get dirty. Okay. And nothing I'm telling you about that historically has happened to black people is hearsay. These things really happen and it's in the history and it's in black history books. So... I just wanted to let y'all know that I know I've been a little PC lately, but I just been, uh, I've been treading softly because I told y'all I was, I was scared to do Fannie Lou Hamer, but I had to do Fannie Lou Hamer, but we're going to get deep and dark with Fannie Lou Hamer on another platform. So, um, I will be getting back to the dark and the deep and the mystery. I, I love mysteries and conspiracy theories. And that's what this podcast is supposed to be about. I have another platform that is on U42 where I I just basically talk about stuff that has to do with me, whether it's pop culture. Um, I'll talk about a movie I watch and what it has to do with real life. That That's kind of the more fun. That's more like in the club kind of podcast. Um... And I keep it very PC and light over there. So if you want to be light, go to my platform in U42. That is called um, Tiffany's Epiphanies. But at these walls are thin, we are never PC. We always get down to the dirt and dirty. With that being said, um, today we're going to be talking about Barbara Smith comrade, an opera singer. I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. I kind of low key. I wonder, like, I don't know, because opera singers are are seriously professional, professionally trained singers. I wonder what. I mean, if I'm going to get trained to be an opera singer, can I still do it at 30? It's, I've got more curious and more willing to do a lot of stuff that I didn't want to do in my 20s, now in my 30s. It's crazy, all right? Like playing the guitar. Now I want to know if they can train my vocals to be, because uh, my, you know, my vocals to be an opera singer. But it has nothing to do with today's podcast. We're talking about Barbara Comrade, Barbara, Barbara Smith Comrade. Um, so sit back and relax and enjoy the show. But before we talk about miss conrad we always gotta have a word for our sponsors because somebody gotta pay the bills around here okay because baby daddy was tripping this valentine's day i will have to say some of these articles that are written by universities and by the government of the state are better articles than wikipedia and i already told y'all why i don't use wikipedia I don't use Wikipedia because when I was in college, um, it was community college, y'all. Don't don't get in the hoopla about it. But when I was in community college, I um, had a, a an instructor 
she basically told us, a teacher basically told us that there is a college professor going around, there's an instructor going around, there's a teacher going around that is putting fake stuff on Wikipedia about people. So I never use Wikipedia as a source, even though I'm always on Wikipedia. But I would have to say the best ones are from org and edu, especially if y'all have to do a research paper. I know this time of year, people make y'all do research paper, whether it's on Black History or Valentine's Day or um, any other day or any other thing. You know, I know teachers love to give out more projects at the end of the year. Um, never use Wikipedia. This, this is just a little tidbit. Don't ever say I didn't teach you nothing. Don't use Wikipedia. Use org, use edus to get your information. Don't use media takeout. There's sometimes where they're wrong, you know? Most of those blogs are for entertainment, and a lot of y'all don't understand it. Y'all don't quite understand it. Blogs are for entertainment. They're not for educational purposes. Even though a lot of times they're right. So I just want to let y'all know, don't ever use Wikipedia to do research on, even though Wikipedia is a .org. Use edu or .org. Um, this article comes from humanitiestexas.org. It was published February slash March of 2011. I've got to tell you guys, um, you got to sit back and relax and drink some hot chocolate, drink some tea, do whatever you need to. The weather is acting weird, so some ice water wouldn't hurt. Uh, just, just drink ice water before it gets past five because it gets cold at night here. Um, today we are talking about the wonderful Barbara Smith Conrad. Why well, keep thinking Barbara Jordan? I did talk about Barbara Jordan though, right? Barbara Smith Conrad, opera star and civil rights pioneer. Barbara Smith Conrad, the internationally acclaimed mezzo soprano and educator, is the subject of a new documentary and a recipient of a 2011 Texas Medal of Arts Lifetime Achievement Award. As an undergraduate, Conrad was denied the opportunity to perform at the University of Texas at Austin due to her race, but the university and the state have since recognized her talent and contribution to the struggle for the civil rights. In 1985, Conrad visited Austin for the first time since graduation to accept the University of Texas Distinguished Alumnus Award. In 2009, the Texas House passed a, resol a resolution to honor Barbara Conrad Smith 52 years after it pushed for her to for her removal from the College of Fine Arts production of Dido in Annas. So right from the start, Texas is basically telling you they kept her from doing a lot of stuff because she was black. Let's continue. In addition to opera, Conrad's musical heritage includes African-American spirituals. In her hometowns of Center Point, music tied the community together, 
family and neighbors gathered in the Baptist church to sing hymns and Conrad's musical family took her to see the famed African-American singer, Marian Anderson. You know what? I knew I was missing someone. I'm sorry, Miss Anderson. Whom Conrad later played in the film, Eleanor and Franklin, the White House Years. The title of one of those these spirituals, When I Rise, is also the title of a new documentary film about Conrad's life and career directed by Matt Haynes and produced by Don Carlton, executive director of the Dolph Briscoe Center for the American History with associates director Ramona Keel Kelly and Allison Beck. The film, which featured archival footage, interviews, and performance, recently premiered on PBS. I have been looking for a way to make a documentary about Barbara's story for a while, Carlton told Austin 360. Part of the Briscoe Center mission is to create ways to educate the public in history and film and is a great way to get the history out to a much larger audience. In 1956, a 19-year-old girl from a small East Texas town arrived in Austin to attend the University of Texas. Like her fellow students, she was excited to begin her education at one of the state's finest universities. Barbara Louise Smith, however, was unique in two important ways. She was one of 140 African-Americans enrolled at UT in its first year as a desegregated institution, and she was a remarkably talented singer. These two factors put Smith at the center of controversy over civil rights and desegregation in 1957 when she was cast as a female lead in the College of Fine Arts production of Dido and that word that I know I say wrong. I think it's Aeneas, playing opposite of a white male student. At the time, segregation was a norm in Texas. No dormitories, restaurants, or barbershops served African-American students, and the Ku Klux Klan marched openly down Congress Avenue. One news of Smith casting spread, she began receiving threatening calls and was accosted at campus by an unknown man who spat in her face. I'm sorry. The first thing that came to my mind was ill COVID and uh, me and him been fighting. Girl, things my our people went through. My, but the way my temperament is set up, <laughs> sir. Let me continue. Eventually, the uproar caught the attention of the Texas legislature where Smith owned representatives from East Texas, Joe and Chapman threatened cuts in the university appropriation if Smith were, al were allowed to perform. Ultimately, UT President Logan Wilson decided to remove Smith from the role, leaving her feeling betrayed but determined to continue her education. At the initial shock and hurt had passed, she told the Daily Texan, I began to realize that the ultimate success of integration at the university was much more important than my appearance in the opera. The singer Harry Belafonte, hearing of her plight, offered to fund her training at the institution of her choice if she left Texas, but Conrad closed to complete her education at UT, recalling later that nobody could run out of, of my home state. At the graduation, however, she began an illustrious career in New York. She changed her name to Conrad in 1959. 
She sang with the Metropolitan Opera in New York for eight years, working with lead conductors such as Lauren Muzzell, Leonard Bernstein, and James Levine, and performed throughout the United States, Europe, Canada, and South America. Conrad remains an active artist, educator, in addition to the private vocal studio she maintained in Manhattan. She currently is the artistic advisor and ambassador for American Spirituals at the Dolph Briscoe Center for American History at the University of Texas at Austin. You know, so that explains, you know, why she plays a huge part in civil rights history. So y'all know we have to also do a article about her. I could have sworn this article was a little bit longer. I really did. Do I have an article? Or was it just oh no, hold on. By the way, oh my gosh, we're having technical difficulties over here. I had the article out. There's an article because there's um, an article talking about this. But the New York Times won't let me um, read it. So I think I had a second article on Miss Smith Conrad. If I'm not mistaken. I think I did. Because I like talking about the beginning of someone's life. Oh my goodness. I can't find anything talking about the beginning of her life. Um, there's a lot of articles talking about her when she passed, though. It's like, y'all don't realize people's accomplishment, and then when they pass, you want to talk about their accomplishments. I think I can't find an article talking about her beginnings. And then when I do find one, I will definitely link it or give it to you guys. I don't quite know. 
but this article is about Barbara Smith Conrad, American opera singer. It's crazy because I don't think y'all understand, like, as black people, the world make it seems like the only music we listen to or the only music that we enjoy is hip hop and R&B, or like I call it hip and B or R and hop. Um, but y'all misunderstand and, uh, don't understand the beauty of opera. And for her to want to be in opera and to start in a play as a black woman at a white university in a very racist ass state. Um, allegedly, I have to say allegedly, but I'm just saying, you know, the fact that you are taking away fundings because the lead role was to a black woman that says a lot about you in your state we don't realize how trailblazing it is to be a black opera singer that's why i said when i saw marian anderson i was like i knew i was missing somebody i'm missing a lot of people that i want to talk about but like i said we have other black history months to talk about this and we can talk about this on other platforms. We can talk about this on my Instagram. We can talk about this on Patreon. We can talk about this on, and we can talk about this everywhere, everywhere, you know, because black history does not end and we don't have to just do black history in black history month. I can't imagine being told that I cannot be a lead character because I'm black. And we still have that problem, by the way. We still have an issue with lead characters being black or playing the opposite of a white man. Why? Black women are women too. We're feminine too. We're beautiful too. So why is it such a problem? Matter of fact, still to this day, we still have a problem where in, in, in these shows, in these TV shows, and in these movies, a black person will play a mammy type character. It may not be a maid, but being a nurse to a doctor's is a mammy-type character. Being an assistant to a CEO is a mammy-type character. Being a freaking uh, secretary is mammy-type. We just always typecast as the help, as someone who is there to help white people get through their problems you never shown as a princess as a queen you never shown as a ceo as someone who's a lawyer someone who's a doctor 
And when we are, we're always shown as someone who is ambitious and don't want to do the norm, the social norm of wanting to be a wife and have kids, a mother, be a mother. I wish I could say the entertainment industry has changed, but it hasn't. Especially when it comes to music in the genre. Um, I was talking about Mickey Guyton, the the country singer that did the national anthem, and how they didn't know who she was was that was low key shade. Um, she was a black female country singer. People think that the only, there's only a genre of music the black woman is supposed to be singing. Granted, you know, I wanted to be a pop star. And a lot of stuff I do is R&B. But people don't want to see any black people outside of that, the genre of hip hop and R&B. Or hop and B or R and hip. I did that wrong, but okay. No, but they don't want to see us outside of that. You know, they don't see us outside of being opera. And opera is the classiest and and most high. Let's just say it is. You do opera, you get paid very well. Because guess who's coming to see you? Old money. Opera singers are people who are paid to sing in front of kings and queens and 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 the temper centers. Okay. But people don't want to see us outside of that. People don't want to see us do music outside of R&B and hip-hop, and blues, and soul, and even to the point, I'm just gonna say this, they always think we're always into hypersexual stuff, okay? A black person in opera? Ooh. Even black people, we see that as a, really, are you serious? You think you can get into that? So you're telling me as a black person, I'm not supposed to want to do opera. I'm not supposed to want to do country. I'm not supposed to want to do rock and roll, even though we just told you the foundation of rock and roll was a black woman. We just told you that.
I mean, let's be straight about this. Look at K. Michelle. K. Michelle wanted to cross over and do country music. And I, I'm, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Artists, when it comes to artists, they have to be able to create. And sometimes being in another genre and create and doing another genre is part of their creative process. Because you might write a song and the song might be country. And it sounds better with country chords. You might write a song and it sounds better in an opera, musical. But y'all laughed at K. Michelle for that. Y'all made fun of K. Michelle. You wonder why somebody like Mickey Guyton is not known enough. Because y'all, even as black people, we're too close-minded to see a black person as a country music singer. Even though we talked about Sister Rosetta Tharp, who basically was the architect of rock and roll. But we can't go outside of our quotation marks genres. And we do make rules. And I ain't gonna lie, we do make rules. We make rules where we say that white people can't do our music. We always say our music like we didn't create all the genres of music. We're the architects of blues, we're the architects of jazz, and all of this music comes from spirituals. Which is what Barbara Smith Conrad was singing. Everything derives from spirituals, okay? i never forget that. I was talking to my dad, and I said I wanted to be a songwriter. And he said, well, go into gospel. I was like, no. He was like, all gospel is is R&B music, but you're just talking about God. And Loki, he was right. But why we always put ourselves into where we only can do certain music? And then we limit other people from doing music. Now, I understand the racist history behind white people taking away our music, but we shouldn't have a problem with white people doing music because all the other music that they do, the rock, the freaking rock, the um, jazz, the blues, we created that too. But while we're so picky about them doing hip-hop and R&B, they can do it just as long as they give us credits and pay us our paychecks. Let's be straight up honest about that. It's all about the paycheck. But for us to sit up there and tell ourselves that we can only do a certain type of music that is where we go wrong. And it doesn't make you less black if you don't do quotation marks black music. You know, you look at things that, you look at what Barbara Smith Gordon, I mean, Barbara Smith, I mixed her up with Barbara Jordan. We did talk about Barbara Jordan. She was uh, a, a politician. But the thing about Barbara Smith Conrad is that she fought for you to be able to do different types of music. And it's sad that we, to this day, act like we can only do certain type of music. Because it's not hip-hop and army does not mean it does not talk about the struggle any less. It just talk about the struggle in a different flavor. So, 
And y'all know I have a passion for music. Music is one of my passions. Creation is arts, period. You know, movie making, directing, um, art, people drawing, um, anything that's creative, I have a passion for. And music was my face first passion. And I'll be honest with you, nails were my second passion. Nails are my second passion. I feel some kind of way that I don't have stiletto nails right now on my hands. But my passion has always been in the art of music. My soul is in music. And it bothers me when we as black people sit up there and marginalize ourselves and act like we can only show our struggle in two genres of music. We've been showing our struggle in every genre of music because a black person wants to do country music does not mean they have struggled less. Because a black person wants to do rock and roll does not mean they want to struggle less. Because a black person wants to do opera does not mean they want to struggle less. They have different ways of creating. And sometimes your life is like an opera song. Your life is rock and roll. Your life is a little blues, a little jazz. It's not always hip hop and R&B. So I salute you, Barbara Smith Conrad. For breaking the barriers and something that's very high class and is only seen as something that only white people do. I appreciate you for what you have done. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to appreciate you while you were alive. But I still salute you and I salute your spirit for breaking the barriers. People like Barbara Smith Conrad don't break down the barriers. Just for you to go back into your little hole and only claim that we only have two types of music that we do. When you are creative, it doesn't always sound like love and hip hop. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I hope you guys are having a lovely afterthought day. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I know I'm being shady, but some people just ask for it. Um... Tomorrow, we'll be talking about, I just looked at her name. I don't know why I forgot it. I'm getting hazy. I only only feel like I'm hazy because I felt like I slept too long today. Um, But tomorrow, we'll be talking about Alice Coachman as one of the first Black Olympians. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast about Barbara Smith Gordon. I hope you guys have a wonderful and beautiful day. We got to stop marginalizing what is black music because black music is all music, boo. Okay. We can do whatever music we want to do. And if white people want to do black music, just understand, give us writing and producing credits, and pay us our damn money and stop stealing. Gosh. This is Lady Tiffany Mind. This is These Walls Are Thin. What you do in the dark will come to light. There's nothing wrong with black people doing other genres of music outside of hip-hop 
in R&B. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I hope you have, you have a lovely day, an afterthought day. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Can I talk about this real quick before I end my podcast? I'm mad that yesterday I could have got a red velvet cookie from Fresh to Order. I ordered a red velvet cookie from Fresh to Order. Only order one. You can get buy one, get one free with a certain code. Tell me why they gave me the coupon code at night after I didn't already ordered my damn sandwich. Now I'm mad. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outy, and that red velvet cookie was popping. And somebody tell me how crumbles is. I want to try crumble. I'm outy.